you know what makes me want to cry? The thought of my Instagram account being hacked and losing all of my content, memories, photos, videos, and captions I've poured my heart into over the years and losing access to you guys, my amazing community. The hackers really be wiling out these days and I'm not going to lie, it's kind of scary. I'm sure you guys have seen these scams going around where they screenshot all of your content and paste it onto a profile that looks identical to yours. They just change the handle ever so slightly so that it's barely noticeable that it's not you. And then they follow all of your followers and DM them for quote unquote spiritual readings and try to swindle people for money. What I didn't know about those scams is that those accounts aren't fresh. They didn't just create them from zero. They've actually hacked some innocent person's account so that it already has followers and looks more legitimate. And then they transform it to be a carbon copy of a coach or creator's account with all those screenshots of their content. So whether you use Instagram simply for creating and sharing or running your business like me, it is so important to protect your account. This is why I recently got Instagram insurance. I know, so crazy. I didn't even know that this was a thing, but it's actually pretty cool. It's really affordable. It starts at around eight to $10 a month, depending on your account details. And their technology allows your account to be monitored 24 seven for any suspicious attempts or activity. If your account ever did get hacked, they'd be on it before you even realized working around the clock to retrieve it for you. Not only do you get the peace of mind that your account is ultra protected by the professionals, but they also are going to pay you for each day that passes that you're unable to access your account as a form of income compensation for us creators that really rely on Instagram to run our businesses. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for you guys so you can check it out, answer a few quick questions, and see if you're eligible and instantly see what it would cost for you to insure your account. They've been kind enough to give me an affiliate link, so be sure to use my unique link in the show notes below or at the link in my bio on Instagram as it helps support the podcast. Go to notch.insure I-N-S-U-R-E slash S-S, or just click the link in the show notes below. Stop being paranoid about losing your account and just get it protected. Let's lock it down, girlies. You're welcome. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. You are going to want to have your notebooks or your notes app out for this episode because I'm going to share with you some really amazing mindset information. You guys are always asking me for more personal development content, and I'm here to deliver for you today. So grab your notes app or your notebook. This is an episode that you don't want to miss. We're going to be talking all about beliefs and values and what really controls your destiny. Before we dive in though, I have something really exciting that's happening very, very soon. I can't give you all of the details yet, but I just wanted to let you know so that you can keep your eyes peeled that something really exciting is dropping specifically for our podcast community. And it is coming at the end of the month of November, okay? I can't tell you what it is yet, but you are going to want to get it. (laughs) You are going to want to wear it. You are going to want to, you're going to want to know what it is, okay? So without giving any other clues away, Just so you guys know, if you want to be first to know, make sure you're signed up or subscribed to my newsletter. So you can just go to www.samanthadaily.com and enter your email anywhere on the homepage. And that will give you access to my free journaling guide. And then you'll also get our 
monthly vibe check emails that have the whole astrology report for the month, the moon rituals, um, like the, we go over like the sign of the month and Lori, my assistant and in-house astrologer helps me with all of that. So you get those monthly vibe check emails and then you get like a Monday little newsletter that's, you know, stories from me, things that I'm writing, stuff that's meant to inspire you or motivate you and whatever. So sign up to the newsletter and that will guarantee that you are first to know about this exciting thing that's dropping at the end of November. Oh my God, I can't wait for you to see it. I'm so excited. Okay, so go to the website. I will also link it in the show notes below for you guys. Make sure that you are subscribed so that you don't miss out. You're going to want this for yourself for Christmas or for any of your besties for Christmas. It's just so, so cute, okay? Keep your eyes peeled. Stay in the know. Sign up to the newsletter. I got you. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the Makeshift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. So if you guys listen to the podcast or you follow my work by now, you are likely very well aware of the influence that our subconscious mind has on our life right? We know that the subconscious mind, according to science and research, is responsible for about 95% of our actions, behaviors, patterns, what we do in a day, how we think, etc., right? And so there's this remaining 5% that belongs to the conscious mind. And your conscious mind is everything that you are you know, that you think that you have autonomy over, that you can choose, that you're actively thinking about. And so because it's such a small percentage, we know that the subconscious mind is the main thing that's really guiding and controlling our life and therefore controlling our outcomes, our successes, our failures, our emotions, so many things, right? And so when I think about the subconscious mind and how how powerful it is, I guess, there's certain things that certain things that happen to all of us that are just really good at illustrating the power of the subconscious mind, right? So one of those things could be when the electricity goes out in your home and you walk into a room and you flip the light switch. Even though you know that the power is out, potentially it's been out for hours and you keep doing it. You keep hitting the light switch and then you're like, "Oh, sh- I like why am I hitting that? I know that the power is out." And that's because that action, walking into the room and immediately flipping the light switch is not something that you're consciously thinking about, right? It's something that has been programmed into your subconscious mind so that your brain can be freed up to think about and do other things. So that's really the job of the subconscious, right? Is it takes these these things that that become habitual to us and it ingrains them into the subconscious programming so that we don't need to use as much active energy or thought in order to complete those tasks, right? 
And so, so many things that we do throughout our day, we're actually actually not even consciously thinking about or choosing. It's just habitual. It's just a pattern. It's part of the subconscious programming. Another really great example of how this works is if you've ever driven somewhere in your car and then you get to the place where you were going and you realize like, oh my God, I feel like I wasn't even consciously thinking the entire time that I was driving. Like I, w- I didn't even think about like, oh, I have to turn left on main street or whatever like hit my blinker or like you just kind of like autopilot got yourself there or you go to drive somewhere and you accidentally realize that you're driving somewhere else like you're driving to your job or you're driving to the gym and you're like wait what the fuck where am I going this is not where I was going and that's because that specific route that you drive has become so habitual that it's now ingrained in your subconscious programming, you don't even have to think about it anymore. You don't need to use conscious thought or brain power in order to do those actions. And this is meant to be helpful for us, right? Because it frees up a lot of our mental space to be able to do other things, right? And so we love this, we need this, but also things that get ingrained into that subconscious patterning are not always the best, right? And so the things that you focus on, the things that you think about often, or the things that you do habitually, eventually will become part of this programming. And I gotta say, once it becomes ingrained into the subconscious, it becomes very, very tricky and much more difficult to then break the pattern, right? And so there's two things that are really controlling our future or our destiny at all times. And these two things are our beliefs and our values. Because they control every thought that you think, every action that you take, and every outcome that you are able or unable to create right? And we talk a lot about beliefs and core values inside of my signature mindset and manifestation program from Burnt Out to Badass. So if you are a student of that program or you're wanting to take it, like that's where we really dive into this work on a deeper level. That program will be opening up again at the start of 2023. So keep your eyes peeled for that for anybody that's been interested and wants to do more of like the life coaching work and the personal development work, mindset, manifestation, uh, mindfulness, healing, self-love, all that stuff. That's the program where you want to be. So the two things that are controlling our destiny are our beliefs and our values, right? And so there's something in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, which is a lot of where Tony Robbins' background comes from. And we actually talked about this at UPW, so it was really interesting. Um, There's something in NLP known as towards values and away values, right? These are like the two types of values. So if you want to write that down, two types of values. The first one is towards values, like going towards something. And the other one is away values, going away from something, right? And so if we think about what some towards values may be, things like success, love, joy, happiness, peace, security, adventure, freedom, acceptance, right? These are all the things that we're kind of, that we value that we want to move towards in our life. And so all of these values that I mentioned, we can value all of them, but we're not necessarily going to value all of them equally. 
an important part of our personal development journey is to really uncover what our core values are for us and also where they stand in the hierarchy of importance or priority for us. And so this is something that we do in the very first module of From Burnt Out to Badass. I help you kind of go through the core values and then we set up your hierarchy and then we reorganize everything to make sure that they are in alignment with not only who you are today, but actually with who you're trying to become, right? But that's a totally different different conversation. But anyway, the the idea around these towards values is that our direction is going to determine our destination, right? So the direction of what we're moving towards is going to determine the outcomes or the destination in our life. And so if you think about this, like someone who values security, let's say as like a very top core value or towards value for them in their life, and someone who values adventure, they are going to live and parent and travel, and work, and do pretty much everything differently from one another, right? Because if your main value that you're working towards, that you really want to feel or create in your life is security, you're going to do things very differently than someone whose main core value that they want to move towards and experience is adventure, yeah? And so it doesn't mean that the person who values adventure doesn't also value security, but knowing that hierarchy and where it stands for yourself is valuable because it shows what the destination may be or what the what the kind of symptoms or lifestyle is going to look like as a result of having that value so high in your hierarchy, right? Another example is like money, Right? Money is a huge part of all of our lives, but oftentimes money is just a means to be able to meet your needs and access your values, your towards values, right? So this could be different for different people. Money could be the means to access your value of freedom, but money could also be the means to access your value of security. And when someone is using money to access their value of freedom versus when they're using money to access their value of security, their life and their actions and their behaviors and their patterns and their outcomes are going to look quite different, right? They both value money, but money is really just more the means in which they are accessing these other towards values of freedom and security. So Hopefully this is making sense, right? What's important to note here is that when your values are not in alignment or when you're not in alignment with your values, let's say, you are going to have to work a lot harder to get what you want, which is known as like push motivation. There's two types of motivation, push and pull. And so when you're out of alignment with your values, you're going to have it's going to feel like kind of like hiking uphill to get towards what you want versus when you are in alignment with your values, it's more of a pull, meaning that the things that you want will be magnetized towards you, which is why it's so important that we focus on these core values and actually establishing this hierarchy again, like I do inside of From Burnt Out to Badass, because we, I mean, it's fine to be in the push, But why would you want to if you could be in the pull, 
right? Why would you want to be like, feel like you're pushing and forcing and trying so hard to get the things that you want when you could be in this like pull energy where you're just magnetizing the things towards you? And so that's a reason why it, it is really important to understand what your core values are to you. What is the hierarchy? Where do they stand in your life? And actually, where do they need to be in order to serve who you're becoming more so than who you are today? Yeah. So let's go to the away values, right? So we've talked about towards values, success, love, joy, happiness, peace, security, adventure, freedom, acceptance. Of course, there's tons more, but this is just like a overview of some examples. And then we have the away from values, right? And these are obviously the things that we want to get away from, that we value um, eliminating from our lives or reducing from our lives. And these are things like rejection, failure, pain, humiliation, anger, shame, frustration, loneliness, guilt, all of those kind of icky, sticky, don't want to feel it, want to get away from it type emotions, right? And so again, you can dislike all of those, right? We're not like, oh, I love, I'm a big fan of humiliation and shame, (laughs) but I hate anger and failure. Um, We're going to dislike all of them, but we're not going to dislike all of them equally, right? The same way that we are going to value and, and want to move towards all of the towards values, we just don't value them all equally, right? So same thing is true for these away values. And so this is also really important to note because the ones that are the strongest for you, the ones that you must avoid at all costs because it's it's more painful for you than the others is going to inform a lot of your patterns and your behaviors and how you go about living your life and getting to the outcomes that you desire. Yes? So the question that you really want to ask yourself with these away values is which one would I work the hardest to avoid? And that is the one that that's going to give you some, some real insight when you look at these away values, right? Rejection, failure, pain, humiliation, anger, shame, frustration, guilt, loneliness, et cetera, et cetera. Which one would you, or have you consistently in your life worked the hardest to avoid, right? Which one is the most painful for you? Which one is like the biggest, uh uh-uh, no, no, I'll do anything to get away from that. And that's going to be very, very, very insightful for you. Now, the thing that is the most mind-boggling when we look at these towards values and away values is looking at how the towards values that we have and the away values can sometimes conflict with each other, right? So imagine if someone values success the most in their towards values, but they also fear rejection the most in terms of their away values, right? So they really, really want success. That's at the top. And they really, really hate rejection. That's at the top of the away values for them. But the conundrum here is that if you want to be successful, you almost always have to be willing to be rejected. And so if you want to be successful, but you you don't want to be rejected, you're going to constantly be in this 
internal conflict, this kind of cat dog state of, oh, I'm, I'm moving towards my success, but then I'm moving away from it because I'm trying to dodge all of the potential rejection. And so many of us are stuck in some sort of pattern like this in our life. It may not be success and rejection for you, but take a look at those towards values and away values and ask yourself those questions of which one would I work the hardest to, to get towards, to achieve, and which one would I work the hardest to avoid or get away from or not experience. And notice how those two things may be in direct conflict with each other. And this is what creates this sort of like three steps forward, two steps back sort of phenomenon in our lives where we're like, I'm doing all the things, I'm moving towards my goals, but then you feel like you're not making a ton of progress or you're slipping back because if you're really moving towards that success value, but then you also have all these things going on where you're like, oh, but I can't do that because I don't want to be rejected and, I, and I'm afraid that people won't buy from me and what if they say no? And that is hitting your trigger point of the away value of rejection. And so you're in this cat dog of yes, I want it, no, I don't. And that is, I mean, just take a look at it for yourself and I'd love to hear from you guys after you listen to this episode. Um, take a screenshot, share it to your stories and let me know like what your top away value and what your top um, towards values are and how you've noticed that they're in conflict with each other or just send me a DM at underscore Samantha Daily and I'd just love to see this actually in action from you guys in the community and what you're realizing because this is like when we talked about this at Tony it was like a total um, yeah it was such a uh, uh, like I don't know an awakening moment of like, oh my God, yes. Like we know these things are happening, right? We can see how it's happening in our lives, but to actually see it laid out like this in this format and really give it like this, this languaging and this science to it just makes it make so much sense. And so if this is a really big aha moment for you as well, I'd love to hear about it from you. So let me know what's coming up for you and what you've noticed. Another thing that Tony said when we were talking about all of this was that he believes that self-sabotage is bullshit or the idea of self-sabotage is bullshit, right? Because that's really what we're talking about. This like, oh, I'm going towards it, but then I'm going backwards because I'm avoiding all these painful emotions that I don't want to feel, right? This forward, then backward motion, this kind of cat dog, one direction and then the other direction sort of thing where we want success, but we really want to avoid failure or rejection or we want love, but we can't stand the idea of rejection or whatever, right? There's so many that can be in conflict with each other. And this is really what is creating what feels like or what seems like self-sabotage. And so Tony said, you know, self-sabotage is bullshit in his <laughs> his voice. Um, and he said, you're just more wired to avoid the pain than to seek the pleasure. Like you are more wired to, to these away values than you are to the towards values. So in, in another, to say this in another way, basically it's more important for you to avoid the negative things, to, to seek those away values than it is for you to move towards the, um, the, I don't want to say the word towards again because this sounds like so repetitive, but you get what I'm saying. You're more wired to get away from the pain than you are to get towards the pleasure, right? So the away values are, are more important to you than the towards values. 
obviously on a subconscious level. You're not sitting there thinking about this consciously. This is just the way that it's happening because of your patterning, right? And so we talked about rules and how our rules, which are our beliefs for life, are the things that really ultimately get in the way because we subconsciously create all of these rules that ultimately then make it really hard for us to be successful or to be fulfilled or to be loved or to be happy or to be at peace or to feel free or whatever it is. And so we want to examine this second piece, right? We've talked about the values in terms of towards values and away values and how those can be in conflict with each other, creating this phenomenon on of self-sabotage and then what comes in after that is the beliefs right also known as rules right Tony calls them rules but we'll call them beliefs right and so your beliefs can make it really easy for you to be successful but it can also make it really hard for you to be successful and so when we think about these rules or beliefs we want to think about what we have decided is required in order to be successful or in order to be loved or in order to be happy right? And this is all living within the subconscious mind. And so we're not on a conscious level saying, oh, I need to have this in order to be happy. I need to have this in order to be successful. However, we do have these subconscious beliefs or rules that are running in the background of our minds. So asking yourself, what have you decided consciously or unconsciously is required in order to be considered or to feel successful, loved, happy, free? And can you be successful, loved, happy, free, at peace just by getting up and trying every day and making small progress? We talked about a specific example that was so illuminating to me and I've actually seen how this plays out in my own relationship. So I want to share this specific example with you. And so we talked about, you know, this this question of, Can you love someone and also raise your voice with them? And so for me, I feel like yes, right? And so maybe that's a a rule, that's a belief that I hold because of the way that I grew up or the household that I was raised in. People raised their voices, but ultimately we still knew that we all loved each other a lot right? So my parents raise their voices with each other sometimes. My parents raise their voices with me and with my brother sometimes. But there was still this environment of, okay, we love each other. We care for each other. Other people maybe don't have that rule or that belief because they haven't had that experience. And so it hasn't been built into their subconscious programming. And so Tony was talking about this specific example, I think with himself and maybe his wife. And I was like, holy shit, this is so true also for me and Jaime, because he grew up in an environment where there was no raising of voices. And so if it's so interesting, he has a subconscious rule or a belief that if you raise your voice with someone, it means that you don't love them. And so if I ever raise my voice, It's like the worst thing that I could ever do in our relationship. It's like one of the only things that really gets him super upset and makes his whole system just like shut down and he has to walk away. And it's always like this devastating moment where I'm like, shit, oh, I know how much he hates that. And so our beliefs, our rules, our subconscious programming is 
guiding us in those, it's, it's controlling us in those moments of frustration. And what's really interesting is to look at both of our responses and how are our deeper subconscious rules or beliefs dictate how we feel about the situation or how we feel about what happened, right? And so for me, I'm like, well, I can raise my voice because I'm just frustrated and I'm in a moment where I couldn't control it and I got reactive and I'm sorry, but like obviously I still love you, right? And for him, his rule or belief is like, wait, if you love someone, you don't speak to them like that. You don't raise your voice. Like that's that's a no. That's a complete no. And so it creates this whole shutdown in his system. So this is so interesting to take a look at these rules and beliefs that we may have deep within our subconscious for what is required for us to be successful or to be happy or to be fulfilled or to be loved and really start to examine those for yourself and also maybe for if you are in a relationship or a romantic partnership like those things come out of course relationships are our biggest mirrors those things come out and they can clash very often so it's interesting to look at what are your subconscious rules versus what are your partner's subconscious rules and if you're not in a relationship you can even think about this in terms of like family members or friends like everybody has different underlying rules for what it means to be a good friend for what it means to be a good daughter for what it means to be a loyal family member and when our rules are not the same as somebody else's we can see how it creates clashes or misunderstandings in our relationships another way to think about how powerful our beliefs are at impacting our relationships is understanding that what is affecting your relationship with someone is not necessarily the other person but a lot of it is your beliefs about the other person right so if you think that if you believe that someone is generally good generally they're a good person, you believe that they have a good heart, this is going to change every aspect of your relationship with that person because you're likely going to give them the benefit of the doubt um, when they mess up or if they send you a text that seems kind of snarky but you're like, "Mm, that's not really like this person, they probably didn't mean it like that. It kind of just changes, shifts your perspective on everything that happens in that relationship versus If you believe that someone is generally bad or they're kind of bitchy or rude or insensitive or judgmental or whatever it is, then everything that they do, you are going to expect that aspect of them to be present, right? And so anything that they do is going to then be questioned, right? Oh, they're being really nice to me today, but you're not feeling the same way as you would with the other person who you think is generally good. You're actually probably thinking, maybe they want something from me, or are they trying to manipulate me in some way? Or where are they trying to go with this? Like, this is so weird. They're being so nice to me. They're normally not this way. So our beliefs about the nature of the people in our lives really affects almost every interaction, every conversation, every part of the relationship. 
on a large scale. Something really interesting happened at the event when we were talking about, we were kind of exploring for ourselves, what are our limiting beliefs that are showing up for us right now? And there were some shares from the audience. And there was this one woman who was talking about how her main limiting belief that was plaguing her is that I can't make money from singing. She loved to sing. It was like her passion her whole life, but she suppressed it, pushed it down, didn't pursue it because she believed that it was not possible for her to make money from singing. And Tony said to her, he goes, you can't make money singing or you will never make money singing. And she goes, no, I will. And so this interesting thing happened right there just with the wording where even when someone thinks that they can't have something or they have this deep rooted belief that oh, it's not possible for me or it's not available for me, if you then try to take it away from them permanently by asking them to kind of indefinitely say they're never going to have it, you see their wheels kind of start to turning and then they automatically resist that statement of I will never be able to make money from singing and they try to kind of course correct and go no I mean like I will I could if I tried right because we know our power when you have especially when you have high self-awareness you are able to call bs on these limiting beliefs that are holding you back right? And so this woman knew, no, I don't want to stand here in front of 10,000 people and say, I'm never going to make money singing. Like, fuck that. No way. I'm going to figure out a way, right? And so you, you're able to recognize and know on a conscious level that this is not true. But somehow the deep-rooted limiting belief is still there and it's still going to impact how we show up and our patterns and where we pull back and all of the things, the self-sabotage, all of it, right? And so this is really where the deep work comes in because although we know it on a conscious level, like, oh no, like I know that's not true. I don't want that to be true. I can choose my beliefs. It's still there. And so we do have to do the deeper work in order to dissolve that limiting belief. And so this is where things like coaching and therapy and EFT, NLP, hypnosis, et cetera, where all of that really comes in because all of these modalities are things that we know are super effective at rewiring the subconscious mind. And so I want to give you guys a place to start, right? A place where you can start today, super easy, for free. You don't need anything except for a notebook and your brain. (laughs) So the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to write down what are the top three limiting beliefs in your life right now and really have a think about this because especially if you're a person who's been on a personal development path for quite some time, we sort of get tired of doing this work or we just feel like we're above it or beyond it or we don't need to do it. And it was actually really interesting for me to do this at the event for myself and really think about like, holy shit, okay, let's be a student, be a beginner, really participate in this. What are the top three limiting beliefs in your life right now? Because as I said, it's one thing to consciously know that they're bullshit and know that you can choose a new one. But it's a totally different thing to actually have dissolved it, right? And so if you're a person who's built up a lot of self-awareness, you may be like, you know, not wanting to actually say, oh, my limiting belief is that I can't make money because I know that that's bullshit. I just need to choose a new belief. But let's really 
just be a student of this practice and go back to basics and recognize, no, there's still sort of a deeper rooted belief there because I can see it showing up for me in the patterns of my life or in my business. And so this is what the limiting belief is, right? And Tony said, he was like, if you're sitting there looking at your page, thinking that you have no limiting beliefs, write that down because that's your first limiting belief. (laughs) that you have no limiting beliefs left, right? Because we're constantly doing this work. We're always evolving. There's always something for us to unpack and work on. So write down the top three limiting beliefs in your life right now. And once you've done that, I want you to look at them and really think about how they show up in your life. And under each one, write down how this is impacting you whether it's in your life or in your relationships or in your relationship to self or in your business, anywhere in your life, how is that limiting belief impacting you? How is it showing up? How is it preventing you from actually getting towards the destiny that you know is where you're meant to end up? Okay, then after that, you're going to, for each of those three limiting beliefs, you're going to write down the antithesis of that belief. So what is the newer, more empowering belief that you want to adopt and replace that old belief with, right? So we're writing down, this is sort of like an affirmation, right? We're taking that old belief and we're transcribing it. We're changing it. We're adapting it into something that's newer and more empowering that we would like to choose to believe instead of that old one. Okay, so you're going to do that for all three. Write down the new belief that you're choosing to adopt in place of each one of those old limiting beliefs. And then something practical that you can implement in your daily life to start firing and rewiring your mind a little bit. Obviously, this isn't going to totally solve the problem, but it is going to help you a lot if you actually commit to this practice. So this is my simple reframing technique that I share with all of my clients. It's very simple. Write this down. All you have to say when you catch yourself in a moment of noticing that you're acting from a place of that old limiting belief or you're thinking that old limiting belief where it's coming up for you in some way, All you have to do is in your mind, say the following sentence. So write this down. I forgive myself for thinking blank. That's where you're going to insert the old disempowering limiting belief that you just thought or that you, you know, took action from, from that place. I forgive myself for thinking blank. Insert old limiting belief. I choose to believe that blank. Insert the new empowering belief that you have chosen to adopt in its place. So an example of this could be like, I forgive myself for thinking that money is hard to make. I choose to believe that I've been making money my whole life and I will continue to do so in larger and larger quantities moving forward. Another example could be something like, I forgive myself for thinking I don't have time. I choose to believe that everything is happening for me as it should in divine timing and I don't need to rush. Hmm. That's a good one. (laughs) Another one could be for my business girlies, something like I forgive myself for thinking 
I'm not good at sales. I choose to believe that every day I'm getting more and more confident in my ability to share and monetize my gifts. And I'll share with you guys the one, one of the ones that I actually wrote down at the event for myself as one of my main limiting beliefs that's going on in my life right now, which is if I become a mother, I won't be able to do all of the things that I want in life. I've talked about this before on the podcast, this sort of like feeling of like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm like getting closer to 30 and I definitely want to have kids someday, but like. I actually don't feel like that timeline is close at all for me because I have zero desire because there's so many other things that I want to do. And then there's this fear of what if I never feel like I'm ready? What if I never have the desire because I'm just wanting to do more with the business and grow my company and travel and do all these things that babies like don't usually fit into, right? But I wanted to change that. I wanted to change how I felt about that. And so this is a, obviously a work in progress. You don't just go to an event and then the next day you're completely free of everything in your life. But this was the belief of if I become a mother, I won't be able to do all the things that I want in life. And you know what? To be fair, all the moms out there, you can probably vouch for this. Some of this is kind of true, all right? <laughs> Not me like totally saying that my limiting belief will never like be healed as I'm teaching you guys how to heal yours. Oh my God. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, if I were to replace this with something that I choose to believe instead, I might say something like, motherhood is part of my destiny and it will bring me the exact experiences that I need, crave, and desire. And so really, you know, trusting that that journey is going to give me even more than what I think that I want right now from this place in my life. And I think that's the most empowering way for me to reframe that limiting belief. Yeah. So I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at underscore Samantha Daily and tag the podcast account at makeshift happen podcast. Make sure you're following us over there. If you're not so much cute, content, reels, snippets from the show, quotes, shareable stuff. Go follow us over there. I love you guys so much and appreciate you. If you are a newer listener to the show or if you've been here for a while and you just haven't had the chance yet, please go over to Apple or Spotify wherever you're listening to this and give us a five-star rating and a review. I love reading the reviews that come in every single week and I really, really appreciate them because reviews as you guys know we don't go to any restaurant we don't buy any piece of clothing online until we read the reviews and we're like okay I can trust this people say that it's good right so the same thing is true for podcasts people really read the reviews and look at how many ratings you have to know if it's worth their time to click play so every time that you give a rating or a review it really helps increase the legitimacy of our show and it encourages more people to listen. You can also take this episode and send it to a friend, mom, sister, anyone you know who's on a personal development path that loves this kind of subconscious mindset stuff. Thank you guys so much for all the shares and all of your love and support. I adore you and I'm so excited to bring something very, very special to our community happening at the end of this month. Don't forget to sign up so you're in the know. You probably already have an idea of what it is, okay? But don't rain on my parade. Just act surprised, all right? Just keep it cool. Act surprised. You're going to love it. It's so cute, okay? That's all I have for you guys. I love you. Talk to you next week. <laughs>